It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. What happened in Uvalde was a horrific act of evil. We will not relent until Uvalde recovers. We are Texas, and Texans will unite. Texas Governor Greg Abbott, obviously, at uh, the very sad memorials, which continued all, really all weekend and into uh, today yeah. in uh, Uvalde, Texas. President Biden was there on, what was that, Sunday, right? Sunday he went, yeah, yeah, with the First Lady, and they paid their respects. And and then, is that when he made the comments about the 9mm? Yeah, no, it was leaving Uvalde, because you can hear the helicopter in the background. And he and he confused twenty two with nine millimeter. It's 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 you know, and either one can kill you. But he's trying yeah. to say the one. Oh, we got to get rid of one because it can really kill you. <laughs> I'm like, okay. This is tough <laughs> to hear. Try to try to ignore the the Marine One helicopter noise in the background. That's but tough. this is this is what caused the controversy. He said a twenty two caliber bullet will lodge in a lung, and we can probably get it out. Maybe able to save the life. A nine millimeter bullet. Blows the lung out of the body. So this is why nine millimeter was trending. That's basically the most common uh, caliber in the country, really. Yeah. Well, twenty twos are pretty popular too, but still, it's uh, it, a nine millimeter is a lot bigger than a twenty two. So, uh, it, but that's yeah. It, but what he said, it, it's it's like saying. Uh, you can't kill somebody with a twenty-two. Yeah, you can't kill somebody with a twenty-two. It all depends. A nine millimeter, yeah, may not go through your body like that. It depends how close, how long's the rifle, how long's the gun, what's the gun barrel like. There's so many different circumstances that just you can say, no, you're not right, Mr. President. And it's it's that's what happened. It, but a, a, the nine millimeter in general. It's used by U.S. military usually, so that's what they use. They're going to take all their guns away because they got nine millimeter guns or nine millimeter caliber bullets. It's like, come on, huh? That's what uh, that's what got everybody all worked up because they said basically if he's if he's going after that, which he's not because it was a gaffe what he was saying there. Um, yeah, it's, it's you'd be like going stuff. after you'd be going after every handgun in the country. So that's what yeah. got everybody all worked up. And everything I think the military uses too. They get, a lot of them use nine millimeter bullets. So. Yeah. It's like, okay, go ahead. Now you're going to you're gonna take it. And then he also ended it with, but I don't have the exec- executive privilege to do that. So he can't just sign an executive order to ban all 9 millimeter handguns. And that was probably the only good thing that came out of that conversation. I was like, okay, good. Because in Canada, they're going to come after you if you've got a handgun. The way they, what Justin Trudeau said the other day. Yep. I'm like, okay, great. And have fun in Canada. This is a different country capitalizing on an American tragedy. You know, exploiting it to try to really just gain more power. That's what this is about. We cannot let the guns debate become so polarized that nothing gets done. This is why the American Constitution is so important, because they can just do whatever they want, basically. There's there's no resistance whatsoever in the Canadian Parliament against this. Well, and in his case, too, with Trudeau, he basically said they're going to pass a law that a court will determine whether or not you're stable or not mentally. And if the court determines you're not, they'll come in and they'll just take your guns away from you. So that would, you know, that would just be like a cop shows up. Hello, here with our team. They come in, they raid your house and they take everything. Okay, (laughs) that's going to deem very badly for Canada. In the meantime... It's a tough travel weekend. AAA was just about right, they're saying. They came back today and they said, yep, we were right. 39 million Americans traveling by car. But all the people flying, thousands, over 1,000 flights 
throughout all airlines were canceled on Memorial Day. Yeah, it, a lot of people got stuck. They said almost every single airport, especially Miami, was uh, affected here in the state of Florida. Yeah. But they just, and you know, at Delta tried to say it was the weather, and I'm thinking, Delta, you know, we're on we're on to this scam. You all keep on cause blaming the weather. Why don't you just admit we're short-staffed? We don't have enough pilots. We don't have enough flight attendants. We don't have enough gate agents, whatever the case may be. Why don't they, I, I don't get why don't they admit that? Because Delta was the biggest offender, they said. Because people know. It's like, okay, maybe there's weather, bad weather outside the window at the airport where you're trying to leave. Not where you're going. Not every yes. single time. Not You can't cancel that many flights because of weather. Right. It's, it's Outside crazy. of a winter storm. Come yeah. on. And and they're not the only ones doing it. I mean, everybody's canceling. They're like getting rid of routes completely. Like they did with me with JetBlue. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, just erase that route because it's not apparently not popular enough. We're not making enough money. So they, they kill it off. Delta had themselves a heck of a time. On Saturday and Sunday, 3,700 flights canceled. Holy jeez. How about oh, that? Oh, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's an airline. That's a pilot flu. That's oh. what that is. Oh. They didn't. 3,700 planes. But just think. Weekend was banked on getting on one of these flights, exactly. and you're going to you know Milwaukee for the weekend, and all of a sudden there's no flight. What do you do? And uh, how many people's vacations or their weekends just got destroyed because of this situation? I want to know who's going to Milwaukee for the weekend. That's where <laughs> I'm I. <just> I <laughs> when I think Mil- when I think Memorial Day, I'm not thinking Milwaukee. Well, I was thinking beer. I thought Milwaukee. <laughs> that's where my mind was going. So it is. Isn't that the isn't that the king of what isn't the king of beers made in Milwaukee? Uh, is that that commer- I said old Miller, commercial? I said old commercial. One of them. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Jen's living the high life. I am. Uh, speaking of living the high life, this little girl could be living the high life if she wins. Uh, the Scripps National Spelling Bee starts today. Like the, fi- the, like the preliminary rounds start today and tomorrow. And then the finals are on Thursday. But this middle schooler in Jupiter... I cannot say her name, and I, I apologize. Vashida Bojanatati. Thank you so very much. I had to practice in the other room. Thank you so very much. Well, she's on her way, and, and it was funny because our TV partner, WPTV, they sent a crew out to interview, and they said, so, what are you doing? She goes, well, I studied some program that she has, and what was her favorite word? Boolea base, I believe. Boolea base. I can't even say it, but that's her favorite word, she said. She spells it out. Boolea base, which is like a French like stew of seafood. It's B-O-U-I-L-L-A-B-A-I-S-S-E. Country of origin. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, I I can't <laughs> wait to see this again. I love Is ESPN showing this again? Oh, I think they are. It's, it's I don't know. They LeVar Burton is going to be the host, which oh, good. is wonderful. So that'll make it enjoyable. Yeah, um, my God. He's like, man, they wouldn't give me Jeopardy. They yeah. gave me the spelling bee. I had news for you. <laughs> All he's going to do is wait because Jeopardy is surely going to be his right. shortly. But anyway, it's on Iron and Bounce. Today and tomorrow. I don't know what those are, but I would assume somebody's going to carry it live. I guess. It would hope on Thursday. So. Here's what else uh, Vashita said about, you know, what all these kids go through to train for this. Wow. It's really exciting, but also nerve-wracking, and you learn how to be calm under pressure. All right, so that's we got a, we got a kid to root for in this. Vashita. Right. Vashita, let's go, girl. Wow. Outstanding. I think it's, she's only in middle school. She's a kid. I know. You're going on, wow. Talk about pressure, huh? And she speaks ten times better than all of us. <laughs> Hey, uh, check this out. The the climate activists are at it again, this time smearing cake on the Mona Lisa. That's right, that Mona Lisa. What does this have anything to do with climate change, though? I, it made no sense to me. Maybe it's maybe it's paint justice. I, I it's cake like, justice. <laughs> it's cake justice. I don't know. We'll tell you about that one, as well as uh, more headlines. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. This is Jen. I'm Bill. Keep it here.
All right, Karen, we're going to have rapid fire at 7.30. You'll have the news, and we'll chime in with comments. What's coming up? Yes, well, as we watch gas prices rise and, of course, inflation, uh, President Biden's going to meet with the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell today, talk oh. about rising rates, inflation. Um, oh, that's going to go oh, great. I heard, I, heard today, I heard on the way in this morning, that's his number one priority now is inflation. Like, you're about, you're about eight months late, buddy. Well, uh, it, the Fed has already raised rates, as we know. But you know what? Elon Musk is welcoming a global recession. He says it's been raining money on fools for too long. And then he says a little recession would be good. It resets things. Yeah. yeah. We'll it's kind of like, a, so like, a, says, like a weeding out process kind of deal. I think so. Well, he was busy, Elon Musk. He even commented about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Well, he dated her, didn't he? Nah, maybe they were kind of calling in. Yeah, he was on the list, but he didn't come in. So, which means he didn't have many great things to say about Amber Ooh. Heard if they didn't call him in. Oh, woof. Yeah, those are two trials. We'll talk about that coming up in uh, Rapid Fire. <coughs> Jury's still coming back. All right, Carrot, see you at 7.30 for that. News Talk 850 WFTL. That'll be in Rapid Fire. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. Yeah, the uh, Amber Heard thing, they wrap up today. Well, they're, they're anticipating a verdict today. They met, uh, the jury got it uh, about two hours on Friday. They didn't come back with anything. And, and you get to re- realize this thing went on for seven weeks. That's a lot of a lot of time. testimony, but uh, the, the the very brief trial I sat on, you knew the answer before you got into the deliberation room. But there's always that one person. Well, you need to go over everything all over again. So Johnny Depp was out and about this weekend celebrating his giant win. <laughs> he was playing guitar on stage with Jeff Beck. Oh, that old that old guitar playing guy. You mean the sound wasn't too good because it was just uh, Jeff's singer singing, and yeah. it wasn't you couldn't really hear Johnny or whatever. But he's been in. Uh, He's been playing guitar. He went to Hollywood to be in a band. He was in a band called The Kids. Hollywood in career inter- interrupted him, you know, made millions off of that. Just recently, when he was losing all the movie deals, he was in The Hollywood Vampires with Joe Perry right. and Alice Cooper. Mm, all those old guitar-playing men. He's been playing guitar for a long time. And, yeah, Jen found this. This came up in the trial. I guess this was somebody from his psych- uh, her psychological team? I, I think it was her one of her counselors that she went to go see talking about how depressed Amber Heard was. She told me she didn't like hanging out in his house with his friends because it it was boring and they were all old men playing guitars and it wasn't interesting to her. Who's that old man? Oh, there's Paul McCartney. (laughs) It's Joe Perry. In this case, Jeff Beck. Yeah, get together some of the greatest artists in this in the musical world, or the greatest guitar players, but just a bunch of old men playing guitars. I'm like, okay, wow, boy, is she out of touch? You're not kidding, Jay. Can you? You know what? I didn't. I don't even remember hearing that during the trial. I don't and either. I, I missed it. I don't know if it was a, a friend or whoever it was that was testifying, but Johnny Depp just literally broke out laughing. Yeah, he's looking at his screen, and he, he <laughs> you see his face like he's this incredulous look. Like, did she really just say that about these people that I play, you know, band and play instruments with? That these are a bunch of old men with guitars. Nice move. So today they're expecting the verdict to come back. Uh, they put it this way: every even court TV's on verdict watch, as they call it. So, oh, this is their biggest thing in yeah, years. This is a big deal for them. So they're sitting by, waiting, waiting, waiting. So I, I think, uh, as you mentioned earlier, he's already won in the court of public opinion. Oh yeah, that's all he wanted. Yeah, so he's it, he wasn't concerned playing his guitar. <clears throat> There's going to be. It's so funny how it, how it all comes full circle. And I, 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 I'll stick to this. I think this was the end of the Me Too movement. I think it was, because she was one of the first accusers. In her particular case, it turned out to be mostly baloney. 
unfortunately, a lot of real accusations got completely ignored during this whole thing. But she was that she's like the bookends of Me Too. You're right. You know, the sad part about it is there is probably. Uh, there's thousands of women who are getting abused on oh, a yeah. daily basis that no one's going to listen to them because of situations like this. Even And what's even sadder is if she is telling the truth, no one believed her. Nope. She had no, nope. unfortunately, she had no proof. I, you know, it's, somewhere along the line, you finally tell somebody if you're an abused woman. Uh, a dear friend of mine, I lived through it, and it took her months to tell me, but finally get to the point where you can't hide the scars anymore. So if she was that abused, somebody would have seen a mark somewhere. How about this? How many guys are going to now, because of this, seriously, find the inspiration because of Johnny Depp to come out and say they're the abused ones in, in a marriage? I'm sure if Johnny Depp can do it, I'm sure a lot of men will look at that and say, right. well, if he can do it, I can do it too. So I, it happens. It happens a lot. I would it's, love to hear him come out and say that at the end of this. You know, it's stand up for guys that are actually abused. Because <laughs> we don't, we've never had a voice. Well, look at he had that black eye. Right. You know, I was like, it's you know, it's hard to give somebody a black eye. You got to really pop somebody. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's it's not, it's not like oh, I fell down the stairs. No, that's kind of hard to say you fell down the stairs. She was so twisted too because the whole thing that you know what the, the most damaging part was when she set up the camera and the, on the on the kitchen oh, the counter. Kitchen, yeah, she baited and him. worked them all up and, and baited them to throw things or whatever. It seemed like so much of this was premeditated to set him up. It could very well have really, been. just a really sick mind. Yeah, well, I, I think a lot of people think she's sick, including Jason Momoa, but she's still in that film. Man, for I, I bet you it's going to kill that film. Yeah, I wonder. It, may, it should be interesting to see how that does at the box office. It's not mm. going to be Top Gun 2, that's for sure. And this, speaking of sick minds, how do, how do you even get this close? You've been there, so you would know. A 36-year-old, ready? Climate activist. Oh, is this uh, is this Greta's like big brother? Oh God, really? Oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about her. The first thing I thought of, I went, "Oh my God, it's Greta's uncle or something." Uh, in Paris, <laughs> facing charges after smearing cake on the Mona Lisa. That's right, that Mona Lisa. Well, the guy was smart enough. First, he was dressed as what, Bill? He was dressed as an old woman. He had a wig on. He had a dress on. Now, <laughs> he, here's where he, there was planning involved. If you've ever seen the Mona Lisa, they basically just make you walk around and it's a stanchion. you got to stay so many feet back. Wheelchair, people in wheelchair, ha, wheelchairs have, have a closer access to the actual Mona Lisa. So you can go in front of the people so your, your view isn't obscured. So this guy was smart enough. Well, if I get in a wheelchair, I'm going to be able to get closer to it. And either, that's what happened. Either through the cake smeared it possibly both they're going to go through the security footage they know already and then the story will get out there uh it did involve a pastry said the french police <laughs> some sure sort of pastry attack it wasn't a a fruit filled croissant right <laughs> so um but you can't do any the, the damage. Painting, painting wasn't yeah. damaged, though. It's behind like a like a glass thing, isn't it? Oh, it's a bulletproof, climate controlled, yeah, box. It's All right. Because somebody back in 1956, this is what started, threw a rock at it. Now, why would somebody do that? Because they're stupid. You know, so they put it behind. Then they originally put it behind bulletproof glass. Then they realized when they were restoring it or attempting to restore it, it's starting to lose its, you know, luster here. They put it in climate-controlled glass. It's pretty impressive, the thing it's inside. Maybe climate-controlled is climate justice. That's why he was upset. <laughs> Could very well be. The pastry guy, by the way, tried to smash the glass before smearing the cake, so that didn't oh, work. Well. So he apparently was not aware of... 
bulletproof, not aware of the pr- bulletproof how that works. Okay, hello. All you're going to do is a little research. When they show it to you, they tell you all about it. Because somebody will inevitably ask, why is it encased in such an, an, an extravagant, controlled environment? Yeah. And they tell you why. They tell you, oh, somebody threw a rock at it. Somebody tried to knock it off the wall. Somebody did this. Somebody did that. And then because of the restoration process, they realized it was losing its luster. And they didn't want it to deteriorate anymore. So they literally, you should get to see this box it's in. It's, not, it's a big plexiglass thing. Isn't it small, too? Yeah, it's about know, it's the size of two sheets of paper. It's, I Do was, you think it's even the real one? Yeah. Didn't they say most of the pictures in the Louvre are co- the Louvre are copies? I don't know. You know what you know what the thing about the Mona Lisa is the the hall you got to get there. You go down this long hall. It's like way at the end of the Louvre and you go by masterpieces that are floor to ceiling. Yeah. So you got these massive 80 foot tall like incredible pictures on the wall and then you get there and it's like this big. It's like a postage stamp. So the Mona like, Lisa was a oh sketch. My God. <laughs> Very, it's very. He's like, it wasn't even my best one. I was, I was very underwhelmed. That's probably shouldn't say that. Her eyes do follow you, though. Well, yeah, that's they do at the haunted mansion at Disney too. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> the French. <laughs> all right, we got uh, rapid fire news coming up in just a couple of minutes. Karen's going to have all the headlines from the weekend and today, and we'll chime in. It's next. Keep it here, the South Florida Morning Show. It's 7.30. Time for Jenna Bill's Rapid Fire with Karen Curtis on News Talk 850 WFTL. Rapid Fire time. We've got a whole long weekend of news stories to catch up on. Karen, what are you starting with? Well, hurricane season starts tomorrow. And already, so, you know, you've got the Pacific season and you got the Atlantic season. And we had a storm in the Pacific called Hurricane Agatha. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Aggie. Aggie. Expected to become a tropical depression sometime today after hitting Mexico on the Pacific side, okay? It was a Category 2, but it's already been downgraded to a tropical storm, and it's going to cross over the southern part of Mexico, which is a very narrow part of the peninsula, right? And then it's going to possibly squeak out, burp out into the Gulf as possibly Alex, our first name. So it would change names? And gender. Does it change genders, too? And gender. We've got a transgender storm out there. Yes, we do. Watch out. My God. Agatha to Alex. Wow. The heck? It hit Mexico with 105-mile-per-hour winds. Now the remnants could move over this narrow peninsula and then go out into the Gulf. So we're all over it. Yes, but what are its pronouns? They. It's, it's Hurricane They. If you look at spaghetti models, they are going to go right over Diener's vacation destination this weekend. Oh, no. I haven't looked at the spaghetti. I've only looked at the Cone of Concern, which oh. has it going into the Gulf. Have you looked at the spaghetti models? Yes. No, it's far too early. What is that? that? SpaghettiModels.com? Yeah. I'm very annoyed already. I know. Because as Jen mentioned, we're going to Vero Beach this weekend. Oh, you're, right oh over you're, you. you're doomed. 80% chance of rain on Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's Tuesday, and I'm already angry. And Jim Cantore's <laughs> already got his room booked. Oh, Check this out. We were in Orlando over the weekend. We got a hail. No. It's, that's wild. Little tiny bits of hail. I've never been in a hailstorm. We were inside, but still. How about that? <laughs> it's not Why amazing. is hail always the size of something? What the hail? Well, you <laughs> got to describe it. How do you describe it? Little balls of ice? I mean, you got to say the, <laughs> the balls of ice. Of golf the size of a golf ball. Ah, oh, gosh. No, that's a George Carlin joke anyway. Uh, so you guys are going to begin hurricane season preparedness week today. You're speaking with the West Palm Beach Fire Chief, Diana Maddie, friend of the show. She's an expert in emergency management and public safety. You know, it's all about what you need to have in your home yeah. if you need to treat yourself. Because when the winds go over 40 miles an hour, there's no ambulances rolling. And when they tell you evacuate, get out. Yes. Yeah, don't uh, be Ron White and strap yourself to a tree in case you're hit by a Volvo. 
No, don't do it. Senators of both sides of the aisle attempting to find common ground on gun reform. Uh, this is, of course, after the mass shooting in Uvalde. Uh, so this hit, there's a thing that both senators on the Republican and the Democrat side want to expand background checks. Red flag rules to ban weapons from those deemed a danger. More school safety resources and raising the gun buying age to 21. Well, Senator Lindsey Graham says... I'm not for a red flag law at the federal level. This should be done by the states and those who choose to go down this road. We can help them with more money for cops and mental health workers. I hope top wow. of that list winds up being fortifying these schools. I'm glad they're talking about it, but there's no excuse for that anymore. Well, None. Now we can write a $40 billion check to Ukraine. Yeah, which was nice uh, that we did that. Yeah, this school in Uvalde, unfortunately, a door was left open. Oh, it was there interesting. Was no the more you hear about campus. it, the worse it looks. Now, there's, they said that maybe a teacher went in to get their phone and yeah. left it unlocked or something. I don't know. Ugh. God. Meanwhile, well, wouldn't to the, it lock on its own? You would think... Meanwhile, to the north... We cannot let the guns debate become so polarized that nothing gets done. Just stop and think about this for a second. A tragedy, an American tragedy in Texas, exploited by Canada right away to jump in and grab more guns. Right away. A completely different country. And limit the clips to five bullets each. Why have a clip? Your gun holds five, right? I mean, uh, so that's of course... Grab your copy of the Constitution and hug it. That's Otherwise, just, you could be Canada. Yeah, they don't have the Second Amendment. Uh, that's Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister. God. He's looking to freeze gun, handgun ownership in Canada. He's yeah. an absolute and tyrant. And then, then the part of this this new law he wants to pass is if a court deems that you were unstable, a court, uh huh, they will come in and take all your guns away, and you'll never be able to own one well, ever one again. Well, one would think, you know, remember Esteban Santiago over there in Alaska who flew to mm. Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood. He was deemed, you know. Baker acted, then they gave and they, the gun. they gave him his gun backs back. Uh, so five people dead there at our airport. But anyway, I mean, there are some cases I agree with it, but uh, Justin Trudeau says that new legislation would restrict purchase, sale, transfer, and import of guns throughout Canada. And the bill would also create a mandatory buyback program like they did in Australia for assault-style weapons. We had a ban of assault-style weapons from 94 for 10 years, remember? And apparently nothing changed. You're not going to stop the bad guys from getting it. It's the same Somebody's old story. It always is. They would, wouldn't have stopped this creeper kid. And nothing would have. And well, all may Justin have. Trudeau is doing no. is making the average Canadian a sitting duck yeah. in a situation <laughs> there at the mall. If he, was, he turned 18 and he bought the gun if he wasn't allowed to buy it at 18 then. But he can go to war. A verdict in the celebrity trial that could come as early as today is the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. Remember the $50 million defamation? She sued him for $100 million countersued. But uh, this attorney says... Um, Neither party has really shown their damages to the level that you need to win a court case. So maybe nobody wins. But I think Depp wins in the court Probably, of public opinion. Yeah. He's already won. Yeah. He's gotten everything he wanted. Extra money? Eh. No yeah. big deal. Got to perform with Jeff Beck on the weekend. That's right. You know, had a nice weekend. So you can tell it's not bothering him at all. Apparently now, the rumor is, from I think the Variety, offers rolling in for him already. He's back. Ah. There that's was what he wanted. That there, and very he likeable. was going to be Beetlejuice in the next Beetlejuice. Oh, that would be so that's good. Apparently a very large rumor. And then Michael Keaton's like, yes. Uh, so, uh, by the way, the federal jury will resume deliberations today in the former Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman, who's accused of uh, giving the FBI pure opposition research to link Trump to Russia. Remember that during the 2016 presidential race? Well, yeah. that should happen. Active fiction, you mean? Yeah. Uh, no, the, the hoax. It's a hoax. Um, coming up on Rapid Fire, Tom Cruise single-handedly has saved Hollywood. Right. You it know, really has. All Back. by himself. 
You know, he has his own studio. He doesn't need Hollywood. He does his own thing. That's why he was able to delay it for two years, and that seems to be the good move. He does his own thing. Well, you know, those Scientologists are smart. Time for WFTL Traffic and Weather Together. A couple of problems on the turnpike. Now, we've got one, an accident southbound at Lake Worth Road, the beginning of the construction zone that goes all the way down to Boynton Beach Boulevard. It's a right lane blocked there. And then you've got a right lane blocked in Jupiter on the turnpike southbound before Indian Town Road. Nothing on 95 reported. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window. New South makes windows that are energy efficient and hurricane resistant. You get both. New South is the factory and eliminates the middleman. Don't even think of buying windows until you see what our factory can do for you. Going on now. Save 35% off. Visit NewSouthWindow.com. WPTV first alert weather, partly sunny today with highs in the low 80s, like 83, 40% chance of rain. Much the same for the rest of the week. And then Friday, storms move through in time for the weekend. It was great, though. I like those afternoon storms that roll through. They're kind of nice, except for you, you had the hail. Currently, it's 76 degrees, partly cloudy in the Palm Beaches. Back to Rapid Fire Beal. And back to our friends, Ozo to Eco Dry Cleaners. They're awesome. They got free pickup and delivery. Check them out. Find out all about them. Ozo2USA.com. All right. Well, they're still digging and investing investigating into that leaked U.S. Supreme Court draft opinion, turning toward the phone records of the law clerks. Oh, boy. What's that going to show? You think they're they dumb enough? To? Think they're dumb enough? Yes. They'll find one yes. fall guy or one fall girl and was coordinated from the FBI, most likely. Oh, my gosh. From the FBI? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Justice uh, John Roberts, the chief justice, is he met with the clerks. Can you imagine? I shot the clerk, no. And the court is now requiring clerks to sign affidavits, so they're lawyering up. And the leaked draft opinion, of course, signaled that the high court's going to overturn Roe v. Wade. That could happen this month, June. They made this story disappear already. It's absolutely incredible. You hear nothing about it. The leak, no. Nothing at all. It disappeared in two days. See you later, bye. I think it's more important that we know about court's going to do rather than that it was leaked. Yeah. Is it important? It's vitally important. Will we hear about it? No. no because it's I, so important. I'm saying that you think it's more important that we know about Roe v. Wade being overturned than that it was leaked. Right. So, the, the, I, that's, no. I yeah. actually, I want to find out about the leak. Me too. I'm desperate to find out about the leak and we're not going to. You're right. Carnival cruise ship being repaired in the Bahamas. It caught fire Thursday while docked in the Caribbean. And then all of a sudden I saw a piece fly down from up above that was probably about two feet by three feet that was on fire. Oh, that was your husband's toupee, ma'am. <laughs> We're sorry. My God. That Go thing. back wow. to the room. A piece of the boat is on fire. Can you imagine? No. Crazy. Honey, it's not a boat. It's a ship. Uh, another ship uh, picked them up and returned them to Florida yesterday. No word on what caused the fire. It was what? The part of the um, the smokestack, right? I think yeah, so. Yeah, it was the funnel, the thing they call the funnel. They the said funnel. no passengers were in danger. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Are they going to well, get a free cruise out of it? This is all I want to know. Are they going to get a couple extra days? Over That's all right. The, you know, the Turks over there. He almost got hit by a piece of burning stuff. Oh, who hasn't? Oh. So was I this weekend. <laughs> that was hail. So, that, so this guy... <laughs> This guy's calling into work like every other passenger. Hey, I'm going to be a couple of days late next week. Oh, yeah, why? I almost got hit by a burning piece of the ship. <laughs> You're out right, Bob. <laughs> yeah, right. See you on Tuesday. Uh, uh, well, I hate to, you know, slam into this story from that story, but a woman is dead and a child hurt in a parasailing accident. Tavernier, oh. it's in the Keys. It's right at the Seven Mile Bridge. It's in between the Middle Keys and the Lower Keys. Parasail crashed on the bridge when the uh. tow line broke. Can you imagine? No. Oh. Oh. oh, and How so horrible. she was connected to the child. So, uh, the guy in a boat down below was able to get them, you know, cut them out of the their uh, 
What do you call it? Harness. Have you ever parasailed? It's like no, sitting no. in the lap of God. No, it I've is never. so lovely. No. Except when the tow line breaks. Yeah, it's except for that. Too high. I hate when that happens. And there's birds up there. <laughs> it's wonderful. Maybe they chewed the tow line. Could have been. <laughs> ever get hit? Ever heard of anybody getting hit by a bird in one of those things? They I saw I'm it happen when I we bet were. I you it could happen. Yeah. Dominican. Yeah. So we got hit by a bird. <laughs> Seagull. Bang. Nope, what? I'm, not, I'm not going on any of these things. I can't believe it's I didn't not see a, it. I, I didn't can't see believe it, but it's that's not a what bird. they talked about on the resort. It was a bird hit the parasailer. That's right. That was Fabio, yes, right? Yes, Fabio. The <laughs> it was a duck, coaster. wasn't it? Oh, uh, whatever it was. Messed up his face. Died. Yeah. Uh, no word on the Man. child's condition, by the way. Child's in the hospital. <laughs> Terrible story. I'm so sorry. End on something happy, would you? Okay. Nancy Pelosi's husband. Oh, you yucked your way through that. That was fine. Yeah, right. Jeez. Hey, yo, tragedy in the keys. Yahoo. Jeez. I'm just. I'm talking about Tom Cruise. That was our kicker story. To lighten things up. Jeez. Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, busted of the weekend for DUI. There we go. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? He blew over the legal limit. At least he blew. Um, the 82-year-old taken into custody early Sunday morning, released a few hours later on $5,000 bunk. Can you imagine him calling Nancy? She was over at Brown University, given the commencement in Rhode Island, your hometown. I know. And, uh, Nancy's out of town. Let's go to the wine tasting, well, boys. You know yeah, she's he was gone. in Napa. Well, yeah, she's gone. Well, they own the vineyard he was at, oh. so that helps. But, ah, they Sampling they his own brew. They didn't know if it was his vineyard or the neighboring one. I but th- they own a vineyard. <laughs> But I thought, you know what? Nancy's out of town. This is why he was out partying. Oh, yeah. The yeah. witch was gone. But why was he yeah. driving by himself? Yeah, exactly. I don't know if he was by Because himself. he was sneaking out of the house. He didn't want his wife to know that he was out on a but bender. He, he got his one phone call, and he calls her up. Uh, yeah, hun, I need some <laughs> bail, bail money. money. <laughs> She's like, ah, I, I would bet he called his attorney Oh yeah. before he called oh, his wife. Oh, jeez. I can empathize with the guy. Listen, anything to dull the pain of living with that <laughs> yeah. oh, ghost. Yeah. But you got it. You're that. You know how much they're worth? Like a half oh. a billion oh, yeah. dollars. Yeah, Just like get a, an yeah. Uber, get a ride, get yeah. a limo, something. Get a limo. But see, this is why I think he didn't. So there would be no record of him leaving uh, the house. No, she checks the odometer. <laughs> she does. She writes the numbers down. She doesn't know. No, she, she can't see that well. No. <laughs> I'm waiting. And then she got turned down for like three more dioceses or something to get communion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's like, sh- the she's like Church. excommunicated. They're yeah, sure that down. is really close to being excommunicated. She's yeah. got uh, she's got a heck of a weekend. No, yeah. She'll be a Protestant by the end of the week. <laughs> I was say, she's going to become like King uh, Henry over there. Yeah, you just can make your own church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I came back from Brown, a divorced Protestant. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that he got like her. I think this is an accident. I think uh, what's his name, Lou Pelosi, whatever his name is. Paul, I don't know. Paul, Paul uh, Lou, she's close Paul, enough. Eighty-two, Paul. by the way. I think he was driving. He's like, oh, Nancy left her water bottle in my car. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, started drinking. He was thirsty. Oh my gosh, know? officer! I'm not drunk. It's a thirty-year contact high from my wife. <laughs> oh my god, her vodka has seeped into my skin. <laughs> okay, moving on. So Hollywood is feeling the need for speed. They've already there's already talk they're going to do a Top Gun three. Why can't they do anything new? Just can't now, they come up with any got new two home ideas? runs. Keep it to two uh, and leave don't it do at a that. third one. This but thing made 156 million bucks at the box office. It was the biggest Memorial Day weekend opening ever. Best Tom Cruise movie. Opening. That was kind of shocking to me. Yeah. I was like, wow, He's the first one ones. didn't make make it or any of the that Mission really made Impossible. him a star. So they didn't really know That's him at true the time. Too. This true. beat eyes wide shut. Come on now, <laughs> <laughs> what is this fake news? Uh, apparently, they're working on National Trevor, Treasure of Beverly Hills yes. Cop. No, These those are the original people, ideas. No, the guys that are behind Top Gun Two, 
say they got to get rid of, they got to get through their National Treasure sequel yeah. and yes. the Beverly Hills Cop. He doesn't have anything to do with this, right. his production company. Right. He does all the Mission Impossible ones. That's what Tom Cruise. Oh, this Cruz was is. not his no, own. The, oh. This is the guys that do. Did Interesting. Na- the, so they're working on National Treasure and they're working on Beverly Hills well, Cop. The other stars are like, yes, box office is big again because they, you know, yeah. no one's going to movies. Anyway. He saved the place. By the way, I just wanted to mention this, Bill. The Celtics advanced to the finals, beating the Heat in Game 7 yeah, in Miami. Yeah, wow. I noticed you saved that to last. Wow. Well, I had Did that happen? <laughs> Is that a thing? And they, and they, um, When's they, the first game? Yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Against... Golden State. Golden State. Are they in? Wait, 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 wait. Against two, Jen, the Golden State? The Nuggets. There yeah. you go. There, you go. <laughs> there it is. is it? There it is. <laughs> is it? Where are they? Are they? <laughs> the Golden Nuggets. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I'm not calling. That. That's they, the new name. I'm just, calling. Yeah. We gotta go with it. Yes. Did they go there first? Where they in yes. Boston? They're in no, Golden first, State. First okay. two way out there. All right. Yeah. Oh, Golden, that's gonna, what that's a series though it was with I the Heat though. It was. It was incredible. That Back was the forth. most bizarre, but greatest series. A seven game full game series. Roller coaster. It nuts. But it was we- so many weird things happened too. Yeah. yeah. Jen, by the way, Golden State favored by three points per game. Anyway. They're not going to win. Uh-huh. The biggest story is hockey. The New York Rangers. They oh, yeah. were like on the verge of being eliminated, and they end up coming back, and they end up winning, and they're going to the Stanley Cup now. Against the no. Lightning, they're trying to repeat. they got to place Tampa. Oh, but they're going to the Stanley Cup they gotta, final. They the gotta, final. they got to play Tampa. Yeah, but I mean, they're going to get the cup. Anyway, get the cup. They, by the way. If they beat Tampa. But I, but I meant they're going <laughs> for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, they're go. going for, for the Stanley Cup. There you, you go. had your preposition wrong. Oh, sorry. You, had, you mispropositioned it. Take me outside and shoot me. <laughs> no, I can't. can't. They that. took my gun Go away. Djokovic and Nadal tangle in the French Open. I knew you were waiting Beautiful. for that one. All right. That Love wraps that. up rapid Jen fire. on sports. <laughs> and Karen's the only one that's going to be watching that tennis I match. I am. I no, am. and Karen. I love it. <laughs> and you. Mrs. Nadal. That's right. <laughs> Is there a Mrs. Nadal? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, don't you know. Oh. Where's mom? His mom. Mom Nadal. Mom Nadal. <laughs> I got mom him bad. Mom Nadal. Ah, all right. Wraps rapid fire. What great radio is coming? Top this. Uh, Top that. All right. All right. I will. Uh, it was a tough weekend for canceled flights. I mean, what are these airlines doing on Memorial Day? And to follow up with that, what's the best day of the week not to get punched on an airplane? It is true. We, they, they, science has figured it out, Jen. So true. We get that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. All these shooters have one thing in common, right? They're disturbed. They're talking about violence. They're acting out. And we do nothing about it until it's too late. Let's create a system so we can do something about it before they use the gun. It's not so much the gun, it's the person with the gun. All right, well, that's Senator Lindsey Graham. You can hear a lot from him today forward, Jen. As uh, the Senate kind of takes up uh, gun reform in one way or fashion, but I, I like what he's thinking about intervention anyway. Well, it, it would be nice. Again, you know, you go back and you look at this shooter in comparison to the shooter at Sandy Hook, to the shooter at Parkland, to the shooter in El Paso, whatever the case may be, they all have the same pattern. They all want to be social media heroes. They all post something on social media. They all have a history of violence somewhere in their past. Uh, in many cases, they have a criminal record, yet no one knows about it, uh, like this kid. You know, he was a juvenile, so they didn't put it on his criminal record. There should be some form where if you're a gun shop, you can go, okay, let me look up Bill Adams. Oh, Bill, in the seventh grade, you did this. Sorry, can't get a gun. Well, it's also who determines, you know, when you're talking about red flag laws, who gets to determine it? The fact checkers? Oh, well, you better hope not. The information lady who was almost the uh, 
Oh God. The truth czar until they took that department away. That that Jankowitz lunatic. Like, are those the kind of people who will determine who the red flags are? I, you know, you can only hope not. It's going to be an independent council of sorts. I don't know. But you're right. You know, if you get somebody leaning left or right, what happens? I think it just has to be based on the merit. You know, if a school says the kid has a problem or the school has reports that this kid's been to the disciplinary office, you know, 50 times in a year, there's a problem there. And that should be reported regardless of your age. Look at they arrested some 10-year-old on Friday. Blow up a school here in Florida. And he posted pictures of guns on social media. And then everybody was upset they arrested a 10-year-old. And they were like, okay, he's posting pictures of guns. He's making threats against the school. Of course he's going to be arrested. But see, that was a case where people saw it, they said it, and they said it quickly. Right. So I, where it worked. And, and it worked. So in this case, I think people just have to speak up like right away. You can't wait. In the meantime, uh, record travel, as predicted over the weekend. AAA was just about right, they said, about 39 million people on the roads. Wow. But plenty of people in the sky trying to get home. Canceled flights over 1,000 on Memorial Day itself. There were about 3,700 over the weekend. That's just a tough deal. Yeah, man. but what do you do? You know what? Say, say you were going someplace. Uh, unfortunately, maybe it was a wedding or it was a funeral, and you couldn't get there because they canceled your flight. That stinks. Hello? Absolutely stinks. <laughs> you know, it what does. if you, yeah, like the maid of honor or the best man at a wedding, or it's your kid's wedding, or whatever the case may be? I, they they, they got to stop doing this nonsense, you know? And don't blame it on the weather anymore. We're on to that stupid trick. Just it's, say you don't it, have I mean, the pilot. This has to be a staffing thing. You right? would assume they and said, it's, and it's always the biggest travel weekends, which which would tell you it's like a statement. Well, it, it makes you think. You know, like a, is it Alaska Airlines again? Do they walk yet? The pilots there are getting ready to walk because they want more money. But in the case of Delta, is it is this like a, the blue flu because the pilots want more money? Let's just call in sick. It's just adding to the stress that is travel. That's one thing that hasn't gotten better. So now science has chimed in. Yes. What's the least likely day to be punched on an airplane? Least likely. It's the information we need to know. Uh, Thursday, because people are looking forward to the weekend. I don't know. Apparently. What? Wednesday. Wednesday. The data comes from happy or not. What the hell's that? It's a little <laughs> kiosk in the airport where you can punch a button to share your mood. They've been doing a study. They've been studying you this whole time. People are happiest on Wednesdays and in the morning. Most irritable on Sundays and late at night. Okay, it's how we are here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you know you got to go back, back to, work. to work the next day. I, that makes sense. So if you take wow. the last flight on a Sunday night, <laughs> watch out. And Mike Tyson's sitting in front of you. Oh, that's right, Both too. <laughs> yeah, what night was that? Not know. a Wednesday. No, I think it was like a Thursday night. Hmm. Because he was coming here. Or might have, actually, it was like a Friday because the next that night he was at some club in South Beach and he did some appearance on Saturday. <laughs> so I think it was a Friday. So, yeah, I guess – well, I've never seen these – I haven't been in an airport. We just punch in – is it like right in the middle? I guess Do they so. ask you I that? Have know. you ever seen it? You fly more than me. I've heard about them. I never saw one. Okay. Who knows? Are you flying on a Wednesday when you go up there? No. All right. I'm flying um, on the day I'm going to get punched. Sunday – oh, boy. <laughs> You'll do the punching. Sunday night flight. Red, red eye. I, Black you'll, eye. You'll be talking about me the next day. Oh, oh, oh there was a flight out of PBIA. That's right. <laughs> All right, we got more headlines coming up next. We've got a local competitor in the uh, spelling bee to talk about, but we've also got this. I know, nobody wants to hear it, but you've got to be prepared for this not stress later. It's the start of hurricane season, and we're going to start off with our uh, first of, of our week-long guest, Diana Matty, the West Palm Beach Fire Chief. Yeah, she's going to talk about uh, preparation and safety and what happens when you don't evacuate. All right, so. that and more next. The South Florida Morning Show, keep it here.